0: Hey everybody, I'm John Cena.
1: Hey, it's professional wrestler Colt Boom Boom Cabana.
0: It's Kyle O'Reilly. Matt Riddle, the King of Rose. Hey, I'm Double J, Jeff Jarrett. I'm Rocky Asuka Romero. Support Wrestle Talk. Support Wrestle Talk, home of Lou Gowen. Support Wrestle Talk, whatever Wrestle Talk is and whoever Lou Gowen is. Quote the Ravens. Nevermore. Support Wrestle Talk. Do it. But you really should support Russell Talk, and you should follow them and subscribe right now. Ali told me to say this, so I guess it's okay. Support Ali, support Luke, support Russell Talk. Make sure you watch and listen to Russell Talk. Oh, better yet, take just a moment, stop what you're doing, and bask in their glory. Do Us all a favor and subscribe. Congratulations, you got here. Now,
2: subscribe and support. Thanks. Hello, and welcome to the Wrestle Ramble podcast. I am Ollie Davis,
3: and I'm joined by Luke Owen. Hello, Swap Nation, and a hello to you, Oliver Davis. How the devil are you? It's been nearly a week since you and I have done a podcast together.
2: No. Yeah, because you were six
3: days. Which is nearly a week, though. God, round it
2: up, yeah. <laughs> You're going to round it up like that. I mean, I'm a D&D player. You always round up. I round down. It was yesterday we recorded a show. Well, we're doing so many shows together this weekend. Oh, nice! I don't think anyone's going to get sick of... like uh, No, they are going to get sick of us. They're not going to feel... Cheater. Thirsty no. or cheated? Because yeah,
3: there's going to be a lot of us this week. It is all-out week, so we've got the all-out predictions going up on Thursday. We're going to have the NXT review going up as well. No Saturday wrestle ramble, but there will be the all-out headlines review that'll go up shortly after the show is finished, and then a full review will go out on Monday, I believe.
2: Yeah. Yeah, because we need to sleep at some point. Yes, and we'll do the the Wrestle Ramble review on the Monday afternoon. Yes,
3: perfect. Uh, right, well, uh, let's quickly crack on with this email before I ask you about your weekend. Only because it was something I actually missed on Saturday's show. Ooh. Um, this came in from Tom, who says, Hi, guys. I, uh, I have a friend in the US who has been helping me with my wrestle talk get better. She is keeping an eye on my calorie counting and is helping with my motivation from all the way across the pond. We recently became friends through our love of wrestling, being born in the same year and oddly talking about Big Dick Johnson in separate conversations, only hours apart. Brackets. So random. Do you, do you often
2: strike up friendships based on sharing a birth
3: year? Uh, only when I was at school. Because we also we just yeah. you know all the kids in my year were more than likely born in the same year that I was. It's a school year though. Well, yeah, that's what I said like likely. So like likely. Ha- half of them would be and half of them wouldn't be. I think this person's
2: easily pleased. <laughs> they're they're obviously very friendly and they can strike up friendships based on you know pretty arbitrary based criteria. Yeah. Good good
3: for you. Yeah, Uh, I wanted to buy her something for her birthday on Saturday, which is why I was meant to be running a Saturday Oh, Luke, you've ruined the friendship. But she refuses to let me get her anything or spend a penny on her. It would mean the world to me uh, to get her a birthday shout-out from my favourite wrestling podcast to celebrate her 25th birthday. Her name is Beth Gurney. I hope this gets read out so I had to email back. Once I'd recorded the podcast... I, when I was like, oh, really sorry, mate. I've just like, posted it. I'll do it on Tuesday. And he was like, you're about to say, yeah, absolutely that comes up. You know, it's the, it's the price you pay for being so popular. But yeah. anyway, happy birthday, Beth. Yeah,
2: good luck in your exams. Yes. And all that jazz. Beth Gurney. And, and happy New Year.
3: And a happy New Year. And how was your weekend? It was your good. Your bank holiday weekend. You're going to love
2: this. You're oh. going to love this. I'm not going to tell you about the trip to the seaside.
3: I'm not going to tell you about the big
2: drunken barbecue on Sunday. I'm going to tell you, Luke, about me defrosting my freezer. Oh, Tell me all about it. Oh, it's satisfying. Oh, tell me. It is good fun. Mm. And it was a hot day as well. So I was quite thankful to be stuck next to something that's whole purpose is to get really cold. And the problem with this one is that it got too cold. So... It was, it was a state, the freezer wasn't closing, and it's kind of a, a death cycle from that point. Yeah. When the freezer isn't closing, it's going to work harder to stay cold, meaning more frost is going to build up around the edges of the drawers, which means I can't close it even further, no matter how hard I kick it. <laughs> and the kicking stopped working, so we had to deal with it, and it was after a long day of bank holiday chores. I'm talking garden centre. Oh! oh. Mate, a bit of garden centre. You don't have a garden. Uh, we've got a balcony, so we've jazzed that up. Nice. I just got grumpy though. I got grumpy because I was tired. I was hungover. I get hay fever quite bad, so my allergies were playing up, and uh, it was hot.
3: It was hot. It was very hot yesterday. And you, you, the, the heat doesn't affect you in the slightest. No, no, I'm usually okay. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm all right. I spent all of Sunday, which was the hottest day, out in the garden mm. in direct sunlight. And I did have to go put a cap on after a while because I was afraid that I was going to burn my head. Well, even yeah, I was, sensible. I was factor 50'd up. But um, yeah, well, I, I, I dealt with the heat quite okay. Well, I didn't. I was very grumpy. I There
2: was a point where my lady partner, who was very into choosing between a few different types of outdoor big plants... She asked me what I thought, okay. and I said I don't know. I should have left it there because then I stopped and corrected myself and said, "No, I don't care." <laughs> <laughs> but it, you know, usually I would say that as in jest. Mm. But I was angry. It was an angry sentence. Mm. It came off as anger. She looked sad. I felt like more of a douchebag, <laughs> which made me more angry at her for some reason. <laughs> so anyway, I kind of overcompensated by fixing an issue. That didn't really need to be solved right then But I needed to reassert my place in the household Yes And it was defrosting the, fr- the freezer uh, Turned it off So what I had to do Sat there with a hairdryer Because most websites that I read said You need 24 hours to 36 hours That would ruin all our ice pops And we just bought some pimsicles uh, What's a pimsicle? Yeah, right. What's a pimsicle? It's
3: an ice lolly yeah. Made of Pims. Oh, I am all in for that mate do
2: they know what Pims is in, in the States? I don't know. But do they have Pims o'clock over there? It's like a, a fruit-based gin cocktail.
3: Yes, you get it at weddings yeah. as like one of your uh, after-ceremony drinks. You either usually get champagne or Pims. Uh, I bloody love a Pims. Mm-hmm. It's a nice little fruit cocktail. Yeah. In the sun
2: in Britain, oh. you'll probably have Pims in the afternoon on a Saturday or Sunday.
3: Yeah. Usually after the cricket. Yes, with uh, some chopped-up cucumber in there.
2: Oh, baby. Oh, baby. Uh, so I, yeah, that these would get, these were gonna melt. So I was there, I was doing all the tricks, boiling vessels of water, hot water, putting it in the freezer, closing the freezer, turning the freezer off and you know, and then you'd leave it and you would hear these big clumps of ice drop off. <laughs> And each time a big block of ice dropped off, and it was loads over like a two hour period. And I'd open it up, reboil the kettle, get the hair dryer, and chip away mm-hmm. every time something came off. I'm not kidding. I was on par with popping a really big spot. You know that, that satisfaction and that feeling of, mmm. Yeah.
3: I got that a lot.
2: Oh, mate. So that was the best thing that happened to me over the weekend. Oh, and I saw my
3: grandparents and the family stuff boring. Boring. What about you, Luke? I also went to the garden (laughs) centre. Because we were hosting a barbecue on the Saturday and we decided we were going to go do our, you know, the shopping for for all that sort of stuff. And then we thought, maybe we should get table and chairs. We can get, because it's going to be a super sunny day. Maybe we want to get a table and chair set that's got a brolly with it so that people can sit under said brolly and shade themselves away. Because our, our, Gun's a bit of a sun, like, it's perfectly placed to get maximum amount of sun. That's good. Which is a good thing. But then it's also the hottest day of the mm. year, and I don't want to, like, burn my guests. Even though it is their responsibility to sort themselves out. And he had a baby. And a baby was going to be there, which was actually my number one concern. They can't fend for themselves. And she is three months old.
2: Yeah, they're pretty useless yeah. from my from what I've observed. They yes. don't take care of themselves. It's quite sad. It's
3: and you have to kind of watch them be looked after mm. because they just can't really do it themselves. Yeah. Which, you know, some might
2: say is lazy, but Well I just think you're three months old. You've had I get the first
3: month. Yeah. But really by then it's
1: like the
2: son's
3: not new. It's like being uh, in a new job. Hey man, your first month. It's okay if you don't know like all the passwords for everything. But by month two I expect you to. You know, know what you do. Write them down, man. <laughs> yeah, it's not that hard, um, Randy. Anyway, uh, but we went to the garden centre to go and buy this. But we also went to go buy some other stuff. And while we were there, my wife said, "Shall we buy some plants?" Uh oh. And we'll plant. We can spend the rest of our Saturday planting them in the garden. And I was like, "That's a great idea." Turns out we've got very different ideals of this. Ooh. I want flowers. Ah. but my wife is more of a shrubbery type person I believe that's more on trend right now is it really yeah. and I as soon as we walked out the pair of us were completely out of our depth because we were looking for one uh, plant in particular that her nan had bought us uh, as like a housewarming gift that we promptly killed and uh, my wife feels very very guilty about it so she was looking for that one we walked out and she was like where's it gonna be And I was like, I don't know. Are they In in the plant section. Well, yeah, I know, but like, are they in alphabetical order? It's
2: (laughs) like that Simpsons gag. Remember, we're in the itchy car park. (laughs) Yeah,
3: Yeah, is it like, they're not in alphabetical order. So how are you supposed to find these Mm. sort of, I guess they're sort of grouped together in sort of butterfly plants and bee plants. And you're like, well, I don't know if it's a butterfly plant. I
2: bought a rubber plant and the next morning... I put a load of uh, sealed condoms on the base, waiting for my lady
3: partner to wake <laughs> up, and I go, "Oh my god, it sprouted!"
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> but anyway, we spent a hundred pounds.
2: Wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah we, we spent eighty-six. Yeah. What, we budgeted for fifty. Yeah. Well, oh, I, it just it, made me more angry. I know,
3: and it just sort of like it strikes you as a bit of a surprise because we bought a table as well, like a little <laughs> foldaway table. It's yeah. perfect for our little tiny shed. And then when we like. She went, Oh yeah, that's ninety seven pounds. I was like, On what? Can't surely not the plants. It's a food shop. Yeah. It, yeah, exactly. And then we went and did a food shop, fifty quid. So actually wow. we spent more money on the bloody plants. And now my wife's gone away for a week and I was just speaking oh, to her on the phone no. and she said, Remember, you've got to sort the
2: plants out now. It's it's all on you. It's not I mean, we got Did you get specifically easy to care for plants? I,
3: I honestly don't know. I just know I've got to water them.
2: Because you can overwater them.
3: Yeah, well...
2: I (laughs) thought they were happy
3: to drink all the water. No, I mean, I've learned this before because when I... I So I stopped going on holiday with my parents when I was about 13 years old. So I was just left at home uh, for two weeks while my parents went away, you know, multiple times a year. And one of the tasks that you were given when you were there at that age <laughs> when you're, give, and you're given a list of tasks to do outside of all the wrist work oh yeah that and that includes watering the plants and i'm like oh I, and you times you forget and so like it goes two days without watering the plants like in the height of summer and you think, well i really should over water them now because mm-hmm. they're probably dead thirsty and
2: thirsty like a big booted lady on on Instagram. can't but, uh, say that properly. Yeah,
3: but uh, it turns out actually that might just be a bad thing. Hmm. So, I've I've, you know, she's watched me do it. So, and she didn't say we've well, done that wrong. So, I'm only going by what the pair of us know. And what I know is what she knows, but it could just be a case of neither of us know.
2: I think because they're outside plants you're talking about And it's very hot at the moment. Yeah. You can water them a lot. That's what I'm And they're going to sort themselves out. Indoor plants are tricky in that you don't have to water them as much, but that means you just forget or do it too much. Yeah.
3: Well also uh, we've got a very short hose, so I have to stand like on the other side of my garden and like use the longest stream possible, like the real I feel like a Ghostbuster essentially. <laughs> I, I don't know, and I'm I'm just like Ha-ha, and I make lots of noise as far. But anyway, should we get on with the show? Yes. Yes, so we're gonna be talking about Gallows and Anderson and why they should have gone to oh AEW cause boy howdy were they mistreated on RAW this week. Here's the show Dick uh,
0: dick dig, diggity, dig, diggity dog.
2: Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson, earlier this year, all the reports pointed to them leaving WWE, their contracts were expiring after three years with WWE, after moving there from New Japan, in New Japan they were amazing, we're all excited, they came over with AJ Styles and Shinsuke Nakamura, and then they haven't really done much at all, I mean they've won the Raw Tag Titles a few times. Yes, but I believe that was only really defended
3: on pre-shows. Yeah, they've never properly got a a good push out of it. I would struggle to tell you a storyline that they've had, with the exception of maybe The New Day when they did the old day stuff. Which is an infamously bad thing, so you're just remembering the the worst.
2: Uh, Apart from when they re-signed and they teamed up with AJ Styles again, and honestly, the OC for the last month have been a joy
3: to watch on television. But, like Mike and Maria Kanellis... This appears to have been a, hey, you've re-signed, you get a three-week push, then that's it. Yeah,
2: then we get bored of you and actually start to resent
3: the fact that you made us pay more for your contracts. All I'm saying is, Sasha better watch out.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. After this Becky feud, and if she re-signs, that's it. Lacey Evans, mate. The Revival are smart. (laughs) By all all accounts, they haven't re-signed. Rusev, he's smart. And Lana, yeah. Do not re-sign. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, like everyone said all the reports were, it looked like Gallows and Anderson were going to go to AEW. We all thought it was a done deal. We were so shocked when
3: they decided to re-sign with WWE. Most likely because they were told, we're going to put you back with AJ Styles. AJ's staying here until he retires anyway, so you get to hang out with your best friend and we'll give you this big old push. We'll put the three of you back together as a faction. You'll be featured on TV every week.
2: AJ Styles turns heel. They're all having so much fun on TV. AJ wins the US title. They win the Raw Tag Team titles. It feels like they're they're a a faction to be reckoned with. Great series with Ricochet. Oh, yeah. And then last week, Seth Rollins and Braun Strowman randomly teamed up and got their their revenge on the OC. And they won the Raw Tag Belts. Which I was in favour of. Both me and Luke sat here and said, well, you know, WWE have just come off possibly the best consistently awesome month of Raw television in three years. Oh yeah, at the very least three years, yeah. Paul Heyman's got the book. Let's give them the benefit of the doubt. Oh yeah. So yeah, sure, Gallows and Anderson have lost the titles, but that's probably because they've got a larger story to tell, they're going to feud with Braun and Seth, They're going to win it back at Clash of Champions. It's going to
3: make the Braun-Seth storyline even better. Which is the really interesting part of this. Yeah, and that's going to make a really fun dynamic for their match at Clash of Champions. But that's not what happened. No, instead, we got Tag Team Turmoil, which they kept saying, for the first time in years, we're doing Tag Team Turmoil. Here are the rules. And what they told us was the rules for a gauntlet match that they did just a few months ago before WrestleMania.
2: But they're teams. But no, they didn't. They
3: did one match? with New Day. Of
2: course they did. Yeah. And that was just called a gauntlet match. It was just right? called a gauntlet match.
3: I don't know why they had to rebrand it as Turmoil. Probably because they did it five years ago and they wanted to, like, for, the, for the first time in five years, we're doing a tag team turmoil match, which is a lie because they did a gauntlet match. Well, you've got to love that alliteration. Absolutely. You certainly do. But this was an eight team tag team turmoil turmoil match yes yes uh the eight teams let me uh, list them out for you because it's revealed by street profits uh said it's going to be heavy machinery revival lucha house party kurt hawkins and Zack rudder who remembers they were employed the b team same for them war raiders gallows and anderson and, and i've written it um dolph ziggler and bobby Roode. yes and they even went oh yeah they're a team now yeah so and, and i thought Why aren't you in the tournament?
2: Yeah, all the things that we've been saying, like, well done, WWE. You're really taking time to tell these stories. The Roman Bryan angle wasn't revealed at SummerSlam because Vince McMahon thought, no, this is too good a story. We've got to pace it out. And then to then go... Rude and Ziggler are a tag team now.
3: Also, they're the best ones. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Off the back of like, I thought Ziggler was connecting.
3: What he's gimmick. I was going to say, I did feel dead sorry for you this morning when I was watching the show because you were super into Dolph's new character. And that new character is long gone. And he's just back to where he was before SummerSlam.
2: WWE
3: really raise my
2: expectations of them and they do this all the time and I'm like okay maybe this is the time maybe this is the time that they're good and the two things that I was high on last week Dolph Ziggler and the OC this week (laughs) have just been ripped from underneath me
3: so yeah what happened Gallows and Anderson had a backstage interview earlier on where they made the excellent point that Seth and Braun got a title shot apropos of nothing and they've got to beat seven teams in order to get one which is unfair and then, yeah, they just got eliminated straight away. Yeah. Through
2: BS. Yeah, so, you know, at least there's no automatic rematch clauses, but, and and I know people are going to call me a hypocrite, but this is a thing. The OC is so hot right now, where you just use AJ to interfere in a number one contenders match with... The B team. Uh, 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 I mean, re- a, a well-established one like Bobby Roode and Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> And you use AJ Styles to, and then they win, and then they face Braun and Seth at Clash of Champions,
3: and they win it back. But here's the thing, and here's why I'm not going to say that you are a hypocrite for wanting this, because I actually think you're right. When it was uh, Ricochet just won the match, and you're like, "Oh well, I mean, we've already had Ricochet, AJ, blah blah blah." blah. Here, the storyline just makes sense to have it be Gallows and Anderson because the story was not to take the belts off them. The story was to fuel the Universal Championship match. So it's fine to just put the belts back on them a couple of weeks later.
2: Yeah, so Tag Team Turmoil. Uh, They... First, it was Viking Raiders, and they squashed the B team. Well, you
3: say that, but the B team dominated at the start of this. Like, they were just running wild on. I say running wild, they were doing nothing, but like, I was watching, I was like, why is Roe getting his ass kicked by the B team? Yeah.
2: Well, they they squashed them pretty quickly. I would say it was a squash match. Then the Good Brothers come out, and I'm like, okay. I'm in here. This should be great. Yeah, so gonna have these two big. And I was just thinking, Luke Gallows is massive versus. Eric and Ivar. Yeah. This is going to be awesome. And then they brawled for about two minutes. And then it wasn't a countout, was it?
3: No, it was a double DQ because the referee could not get control of the match. So essentially, uh, both teams got eliminated because the ref was terrible at his job. I think that's unfair. It
2: so lame.
3: Oh, yeah. Very, very lame. It's one, of the, it's one of those situations they're like, oh, we booked ourselves into this corner. How do we get out of it? Uh, terrible.
2: Make it a six-team match. <laughs>
3: yeah. So, yeah, and then, like, as soon as the Good Brothers went
2: out, because I thought, okay, they're going to go through everyone after this. They're going to like they can have a long match with the War Raiders. And are they called war? Yeah. Viking Viking Raiders. Raiders, My apologies. Don't demonetize us, YouTube. (laughs) They they have a good long match with that. Gets over the Viking Raiders in. In. In defeat. Mm-hmm. And then the Good Brothers look even more awesome. Because they defeated them and they're the undefeated Viking Raiders. Which WWE have an excellent track record of over the last two years in specifically gauntlet matches. WWE are the world leader in wrestling at booking gauntlet matches. Oh yeah, It's incredible. But this was a terrible gauntlet match. This
3: was, yeah, it wasn't great yeah yeah absolutely it was so after we had that the, the double dq thing then we got the the new franken team the best team in the world robert roode and Dolph ziggler versus the lucha house party and i thought it's highly unlikely lucha, lucha house party are winning this and it was right because bobby roode and Dolph ziggler won you're like okay that's fine they, they won one of those matches ah well here come the revival the push team of the revival they're clear they're obviously going to win no, they're Ziggler, Ziggler played the babyface in peril in this match, oddly, as a, their heel team. And then they did a hot tag, Schmoz and Rude hit the DDT and they won. Then Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder came, I was like, well, they are clearly beating them. And they did, very, very quickly, it was mostly in the ad break. And then Heavy Machinery came and I was like, oh, I can't see them doing Heavy Machinery versus Braun and Seth. Maybe, But, that, but that's maybe, quite exciting, yeah, Otis was like, but, and Tucker and, and Braun. But I was like, but maybe Rude and Ziggler are going to win, but... Man, I can't see them pushing this rando team over their entire division. Oh no, wait, no, they absolutely did. Yeah, no, they won. Yeah. And then later explained how they became a team. Not beforehand. Didn't explain to the audience here is why these two are together. They decided to do that after the fact.
2: Yeah. It was it was really like just as a gauntlet match structure, I think it would have been so much more effective for heavy machinery to be that team in there from number three, so they go in their Waluca house party, and they really get over until the end when this heel team of Bobby Roode and Dolph Ziggler come out. Maybe, I don't know, I don't want to say shame threw them together, but they've come together through nefarious means, and then they beat this beloved babyface team who have gone so far. That's a way to get them heel heat from the crowd. Because right now
3: I don't know what they're supposed to be. I'm pretty sure they're heels.
2: They've got to be heels.
3: Yeah, they worked as heels in every other <clears> match <throat> apart from the revival one. It was really just
2: psychologically inconsistent booking, and on top of that, none of the matches were long enough or interesting enough. And most, you know, most of them are featuring like Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder, yeah. Lucha House Party. B team. I teams. love them, but they're not. Re- they're not
3: there to have the audience get engaged with them. And you can tell as much because this crowd, I mean the crowd were dead for the majority of the evening but they were particularly dead during this gauntlet match they really didn't care about, I'd say 80% of these teams here. So if you're
2: gonna do this style of match, just make it a three or four team elimination match. Yep, it works for me Why just have so many quick like two, one, two, three minute matches for teams that nobody cares about? No, yeah, so it, I, I really wasn't a fan of this whole thing, and we're left with a scenario now where it's not the Good Brothers going up against Braun and Seth; it's Bobby Roode and Dolph Ziggler, who I'm tremendous fans of both. But eight days ago, neither of these teams existed. No, <laughs> and now they're going to Clash of Champions to fight over the Raw Tag Team titles. I thought we were getting some form of renewed push of the tag division. And if we, and if they are,
3: like if Dolph and Roode win cool i guess like i I don't know if i could care about this i mean i've been given no reason to care about this team yet other than the fact that they won all the matches but like i just felt sorry for the tag division yeah
2: i mean i i was just thinking how amazing would it be if the street profits just came out i
3: I was waiting waiting for dolphins to win their music plays and the street profits come out and say actually it turns out there's a ninth team that's been added to this and it's the Street Profits, and they then win, and you're like, oh my god, it's the big push of the Street Profits. I was waiting for it to happen, because otherwise I'm thinking, why weren't the Street Profits annoyed that they weren't involved in this match? Because they were there talking about it very excitedly, but are not part of it.
2: Yeah, I mean, you'll still have the problem of having the super hot babyface team almost do a heelish tactic at the end, but I'm sure there's a way around that, maybe book them earlier from the start, make stars of well, them. Well, you could
3: have done your version of it, of having Heavy Machinery be the ones that run the gauntlet... Roode and Ziegler effectively steal it and, and then, then bring right, it out the Street course process. Yeah, that's better. Yeah. But whatever.
2: The tag division looks rubbish, I think. And Gallows and Anderson look rubbish being in the midst of this. And that wasn't enough. <laughs> no, it was not. Because Braun Strowman took on AJ Styles in the main event for the United States title. And, you know, wrestle, 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 schmoz, schmoz, schmoz. Ref, ref gets bumped. Ref bump, Visual pin for Braun. I was worried that they were actually going to have Braun win for a moment. I
3: was convinced they were going to have Braun win. AJ, another title into
2: this feud. That's
3: what I thought, because then I was like, maybe they'll do then the rematch and Seth costs Braun mm. the match to then set up their tag match later to then set up their Universal Championship match later in the show.
2: Yeah, so AJ gets in, he's with a chair. I think he low blows Strowman as well. He does indeed. But Braun, the chairs have no impact. It's uh, He's a chair-type Pokemon. Not very effective. And he power slams AJ, he gets that visual pin, and that's when the Good Brothers run in. I was like, okay, now they're all going to beat him up, and that'll be good. But no, Braun just beats up Gallows and Anderson, despite being, you know, beaten up by AJ himself. And outnumbered. Yeah, and and previously, Gallows and Anderson have got a lot of shine on him in, in these beatdown yeah, angles yeah. they've done in the past. I've been very positive on it as well. Absolutely. Like, Gallows and Anderson will run in at the end of an AJ match, and Braun will be beaten up. He won't go and come back like a super monster. And yeah, th- then he just,
3: the referee thought Braun used the chair. Yeah, I think AJ took a phantom bump. And the ref thought, and he said, like, I heard the sound of the chair. And because Braun was holding the chair, DQ'd Braun to AJ retain the title. Which was rubbish anyway. The idea of the referee
2: going, but I heard a chair shot and this looks like a chair
3: consequence. Exactly. And And then Strowman killed everyone. He power slammed Gallows and Anderson into the earth. And then power slammed Styles as well and stood tall at the end. So no one wins which is a very long way of saying
2: yes they should have gone to all elite wrestling because and i know I know like all your doom saying already this is only the first misstep of the oc's booking but i mean technically last week was the first misstep i just thought they it was part of a larger Bigger. story absolutely yeah this kind of affirms to me that wwe don't care about them
3: and i again i'm just going to point to Mike and Maria Kanellis, re-signed, got a three-week push. Neither have been featured on TV since. The Revival decided that they were staying, or, you know, at least we thought they were staying, and they got a big push out of it. The Usos re-signed and got a big push out of it. But where have they been? That's a good point. I forgot about them. So WWE have got a track record of three-week pushes as a way to appease someone (laughs) and then very quickly giving up on them.
2: Yeah, it's... It's a real shame because they're two very talented guys. Their chemistry with AJ is phenomenal. And yet yeah, th- that's the other thing. AJ's affected by their downfall as well because now the OC is technically just fodder for
3: Strowman versus Rollins in this Universal title feud. And the question is, where are, where's AJ going to factor into the Clash of Champions pay-per-view? Because he hasn't got a feud built up. Oh, there's always a ricochet. <laughs> maybe. Maybe it'll just be ricochet yeah. again.
0: But also
2: a huge thank you to our $25 a month or more pledge hammers on Patreon, who we're going to give a shout out to right now. In cheap pop, to Big Balls
3: Billy Buna. Oh, Big oh, yeah. balls. balls Joseph, up the Crisanti
1: Hey. I'm getting there. It's loading. I'm sorry. Ari
2: Feldberg up ahead. It's like an iceberg.
1: Yes. Yeah. The Raven. Chris Alexander. Whoa. Oh, yes. Dawn of the Dead. Albert Reyes Romero. Nice. Nice. Nice.
3: The real
1: Ollie Davis.
3: Hey, man. <sighs>
1: <laughs> Whoa. Woo. Never wrong.
3: Tyler Wright. Yeah.
1: Withering yeah. Heights. Chris Bushing. Yeah, it's yeah, like, like, like
3: Kate, Kate Bush is what I was going for. Okay. <laughs> Bushing.
2: <laughs> Bushing. Moving sideways, Kieran Crabtree.
3: Yeah. Woo. And lastly, he's a sexy man, not an Andrew Grossman.
2: Yeah. Woo. Thank you, everyone, all so much. But maybe diggity. come and talk to us in person. This Saturday, because we are going to the New Japan show at the Copper Box Arena in London, in East London, which is remarkably a three minute walk from our office. It's just over there. It's, ju- it's so close. Uh, we're going to be at the Four Quarters Bar Nearby on the
3: sort of canal front. Always nice. At 3 pm. And they
2: have retro video games there.
3: Loads of arcade. Great, great beer on tap as well. So come join us for a few cheeky pints before we head on over to uh, Royal Quest. Doors of Royal Quest open up at 4, but the first bell's not until 6. So we've got plenty of hours to to hang out in there. We're not going to have expensive beer. What expensive watered-down beer in plastic
2: cups? Absolutely not. We're going to have proper beer. Going to have expensive hipster beer. Oh yes, please. At least it's in a glass. And I can play micro machines. And then we're going to be live streaming all out. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's Luke Busy old day for us. Yeah, a long <laughs> wrestling day. <laughs> but
1: for now, let's get into your su- 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 super chats with Chopper Whopper. Right. People have been, again, very generous today. Lots and lots of super chats to get through. So let's start with uh, someone who we should give a shout out to first is Jade Star. If you guys yeah. want to talk about that briefly. Do you guys want to go through the Absolutely shout out Absolutely, yeah. yes.
3: So, uh, yeah, Jade uh, was the fabulous musician that puts together the Muscle Man Dance remix. Um, and. She has now put that out online for you to listen to. It's available on SoundCloud. I've linked to it on Twitter. We're all going to post about it later on. We'll go out from the Rust Talk account as well. You should go check it out. It's a phenomenal remix, and yeah. we are very much looking forward to doing more work with her.
2: Yeah, thank you very much for making that for us. Absolutely, yeah. Because the, there were no karaoke versions of that online. <laughs> no, and
3: that's it was so amazing, because that was at SummerSlam we mentioned. It, it was yeah. like, we'll never find one. And instantly... Jade popped up and was like, I can do one for you. And the and next like, day. <laughs> and did one. And it was like, was like, This is remarkable in how good yeah. it is.
1: It's it's great. So Jade Star comes in with the first super chat well, hey. saying, uh, Hey mates, thanks for using my muscle man music for Luke's punishment. Great job. I laugh myself. Silly. Uh look me up anytime you need music. Cheers. No, thank you. We will hold you to that. Absolutely. Mm. Uh, that one guy says, "Hey guys, huge fan. You are actually the reason I started watching wrestling again. I'm going to start watching NXT. Which takeover would you suggest I start with?" Ooh,
3: interesting. Well, we, you want to pick a more current one, really, don't you? So I'd almost yeah. go back to um, what was the WrestleMania show last year? New Orleans? Was, was it New Orleans? Yeah, I'd I'd go I'd go to that one because that's like the. The restart of the gargano Champa feud.
2: After Alma's on, uh, in January. Yes. So yeah. you can
3: kind of lead that then. You can do all of the gargano Champa stuff into Gargano-Cole. And that sort of brings you up to date then.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I think that's wise. And then once you've done that, you can go back and watch from Brooklyn.
1: Yeah, Brooklyn onwards. Uh, Jesse Venable says, do you guys remember when Cole used to be super in love with The Miz? I do. Sadly, I was watching WWE during this period of <sighs> terrible TV writing.
3: Yeah, we uh, recently did a review of Elimination Chamber 2011 with that awful, awful time. I mean, I think commentary is bad now, but I would take today's commentary over Heal Michael Cole any
1: day. Yes. It was the dirt worst. Kevin says, Cool to see Rude back in the tag division when he stated he was going solo during the superstar shakeup. <laughs> also another random tag team act for both Rude and Ziggler. Can WWE revive, no pun intended, it's tag division? Well not with not going by today's show. No, I think it was quite
2: clear today they don't care about tag wrestling because they don't believe in their tag teams. They they think the the solution to tag teams are getting more singles people in there.
3: Yeah. In fact, actually, we had a message on Saturday in the mailbag that said, I'd like to see um, Drake and R-Truth become a tag team and win the belts. And I was like, at the time, I was like, I I don't want any more comedy
1: teams winning the belts. But at this point, why not? May as well. Tim Arndt comes in to say, uh, Last week, you guys said that Baron's either going out first round or he's winning the King of the Ring. Given that he's won this week, do you reckon he'll win? I think he's going to make it to the final. We'll get on to it. But, you know, he was. He had a big old promo. it he just. They love his heel heat. Uh, Wilson Simons uh, comes in to say, should refs too have personalities? Some can just call it even or there can be a count out, but the ref is like, no, this is a good match and pulls the guy back in the ring. Better example was Corbin versus Seth at Super Showdown, then does a subsequent Super Chat saying, or a ref can throw out a match like the Braun AJ match or another ref can be like, I didn't see it. Continue the match.
2: I th- de- definitely. I love the idea of referees having personalities. El Hebner sort of had a personality, even though he called everything straight. Uh, you know, being like, get out of here. Red Shoes Nick- is a fantastic Nick example. Patrick. Yep, in New Japan. But never, ever heel referees and babyface referees.
3: That is where it gets very bad. Yeah, yeah
2: that's what AAA do. Uh, it works down there for what they make, but I don't like it.
3: I will say, actually, no, I'm, I'm going to go to bat for Patrick, though, when he was with the NWO. Unless, you know, apart from Starcade where he, he did it wrong. You opened up but too with, many Which, which of forms. course, was Sting's fault. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers, Bischoff.
1: Sparks says, uh, with Stone Cold set to appear on Raw in mm. MSG, uh, do you see the Fiend possibly appearing during Stone Cold's <laughs> promo uh, Promo and hit him with the claw? I think it would instantly put him over massively. But I thought Summerslam
3: put him over massively. I, yeah. d- I don't think him just taking out other legends is a way to continue getting him over it just feels like we've moved past that apart from i know we did to Lawler, but i thought lawla was a step back
2: yeah i think the best use of stone cold on that show would be for kevin owens and stone cold to just pass each other in the hallway yeah i'm thinking kind of arnie and the rock in <laughs> welcome to the jungle
1: yep and finally for now before we get on with the rest of the show uh robert banker says Asker and Kyrie sane to nxt to back up shirai against baszler and company yeah but
3: shirai's baby face now Heel. Sorry, she's a heel now, rather. Yeah. And I'd rather she's stuck as a heel because she's really cool as a heel. Plus, Asuka
2: uh, room- rumored to have beef with you. Mm, yes. <laughs> 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 Sasha Banks opened this episode of Raw. Uh, it's boss time. It's blue time. Oh, yeah. Is what it is. And she came down. And she cut a promo, and this was a big explanation promo after last week being being like, you're welcome, and not really explaining her heel turn actions. And she effectively said, it should have been me. I did it for the Murnies. After the WrestleMania match, she said, "I was like, no, I'm just going to go home for four months." I went on a vacation.
3: Yeah, she. Um, I mean, she was standing in that ring for a long, old time because they had a mm. long, old video package uh, for her. But she said, "I've been gone for four months." Um, all I've heard is people talking about Sasha Banks. They said that I uh, had a fit backstage, and I did. They said I cried after I lost, and I did. They said I took my ball and went home, and I did. Yeah, and I had a lovely time doing it. Yeah, so <laughs> I took time away from this company, and it was brilliant. <laughs>
2: I think what what this was a stilted promo. Sasha Banks having scripted mat- bad scripted material, I would say, in this case, in the ring, live, down a down a looking down a camera lens. As I
3: said last week, she's not the
2: boss. Yeah, it's not the best use of her performance skills. Like she comes across wooden here and kind of robotic. Whereas, as we know in NXT, she can be a fantastic heel. And yeah, like you just said, I've. When she turned heel, I think everyone's, but me included, has been hanging on the idea of Sasha turning heel because then we'll get boss Sasha, NXT Sasha. But that's not happening. We're getting
3: main roster Sasha as a heel. Team bad Sasha. Yeah. But do you know what? I am going to praise WWE here. This is, you know, perhaps it is, what do you it say? It's like it's praised with a slap. Uh, faint praise? Yeah, it's basically faint praise. Um... At least it wasn't a you people promo. Yeah. But
2: praise with a slap, were you trying to say? You mean
3: a backhanded compliment? That's the one! (laughs) That's what I was trying to think of. like playing catchphrase. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it wasn't a you fans turned your back on me Mm. promo, which is, you know, it's usually their go-to. Yeah. I mean, granted, they just took Dolph's promo from a few months ago and just reworded it ever so slightly. But, you know, at least it wasn't a Becky promo from last year. I do like
2: the. She did four months. She'd been away for four months. She held up her four fingers, and that's obviously a reference to the four horsewomen. I just like, you know, that's a nice little Easter egg. But that's also substance. You can build on that and sink your teeth into it.
3: Well, they're also building a feud, I mean, they're building a feud with uh, Becky Lynch, but for some reason, just keep putting Natalia in there and be like, and now also care about this third wheel yeah. that, that, that serves no purpose to any of this.
2: Which I'm fine
3: with. But it just becomes a bit awkward when you start using
2: Natalia's dead father yeah. as sort of filler for another feud. When- if that's the main, th- if if you gonna, if this is building to Natty's dad on a table match. I'm all for it. That was a that was a home run. I think we can all agree. <laughs> but in this one, I think it's a bit exploitative.
3: I'm, well, I'm going to disagree with you. No, I'm going to agree with you that it was exploitative. But disagree in the sense of that it's fine to just throw Natalia into this because they keep they're building this whole thing. It's like you want to see Becky versus Sasha, but then they have Natty come down and do the brawls. Like, well, no one's going to pop for Natty, mm. aren't they? Because you just told us to want to see the other person. So I, I'm all for not exposing your top draws. But I feel like Becky and Seth Have hardly been on the shows Well they're on holiday at the moment Getting engaged Well getting engaged Yes congratulations to them Um, That'll get him over Because Graves said as much In the main event Because they announced That Gallows and Anderson Were barred from ringside And Seth Rollins is also Barred from ringside And Corey was like Well that's convenient He's in Hawaii Which doesn't make sense because Seth was in a segment
2: earlier in the night with Braun. I thought that was last week. No, that, I'm pretty sure that was I cut thought...
3: backstage. we got a match tonight. Oh, I'm going to challenge you for the Universal title. I thought it was a promo from last week. Oh, that they filmed like a WWE.com last week promo sort of thing. Oh.
2: Well, well then one of my jokes doesn't work in my review. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's Yeah, I've written in my notes. Last week, not Damn Renee is with the champs. Damn it. Natalia ran down uh, to cut the segment off for a brawl. Went 10 minutes. It was yeah. too long. Half a Friends episode. Um, then the Street Profits ran down the night's card, including the 18 tag team turmoil match. I've written here they're very good hype men. They're like Raw's managers,
3: <laughs> yeah, aren't the, they? The Leo Rush. Yeah, they're <laughs> of the, the valets whole Raw, of Raw.
2: Like, they sit outside of the Raw universe. They are the, the mid... They're, they're, they're the link between kayfabe and real life mm. And sometimes wrestlers walk past them as they're real life people And then they turn into wrestler mode when yeah. they enter the
3: show So you're saying that they're like um, Idris Elba in Thor
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah they are
3: the uh, Rainbow Bridge <laughs> Guardians
2: <laughs> yeah. Whatever that thing's called Then we got easily the best match on a night And that's oh, yeah. Corker yeah, in yeah. the King of the
3: Ring Ricochet versus Drew McIntyre. Yeah, it would appear to be that it's you've got to be the first match on a Raw show to get the best out of your King of the Ring matches.
2: Mm. Yeah, this was really, really good. Uh, Drew started off the match um, sort of working over Ricochet's back, did a backdrop on the apron that looked awesome. Oh, it looked wicked. And then there was this stretch with his knees into Ricochet's back. And this is how
3: good of a big man Drew is, because Drew isn't the sort of guy that will, like, when he was on the indies... he would have done the complete opposite of what WWE does in these sorts of matches which is well you're a tall guy he's a short guy so you can't work the same you can't you can't have a match where he's on your level he's shorter than you but Drew's so much smarter than that and so he worked this match like he would against anyone and it was amazing because of it yeah Michael Cole even had a line I think where he said Drew's always had problem with
2: short guys I was like do you have to call him short do you have to bring that up he's shorter yeah uh so yeah it was just really good there was a couple of they got a this is awesome chant at one point back and forth stuff ricochet sort of did this deadlift suplex on drew mcintyre
3: which was really impressive he did this one bit where he did like he did like a step up kick like enziguri from the uh the the ring steps and then did i like, ran back up them and jumped up him again to do a kick and well yeah and then like and then drew caught him with a headbutt which was absolutely awesome but when he did like the so Drew threw him into the steps and Ricochet just, you know, jumped up and headed over them. And Michael Cole said, I've never seen athleticism like it. <laughs> oh, easily I'm, impressed. He, he's, what a moment. Easily impressed Michael Cole. Th- I'm pretty convinced
2: it's just a soundboard at the moment oh, that yeah, Corey she's... Graves is hitting. Yep. Vintage. Boss time. Boss, boss, boss time. Boss, boss time. time. Big dog. <laughs> Big dog. Um, there was another... Uh, Drew went for the Claymore and a great bit of filming missed ricochet just hit this super kick it was really really good uh, and then yeah ricochet won and the crowd were on their feet jumping up and down absolutely they were and it was a rubbish crowd so yeah. that's how good this match was new, yeah, new orleans were totally weirdly right.
3: dull yeah all, really. all night i mean a lot of the show was boring so i think you can sort of forgive them for that but there were some times where i'm like god's sake come on crowd i thought later on when cedric and cesaro had a match
2: I thought it was a really good match, but the crowd weren't there. Third hour fatigue, I yeah. Guess. But you know, even some and of they've those been burnt moves-
3: out for like that previous hour <clears> and, and a half, way. maybe. But I thought this was really good. I don't think Drew lost anything in in being beaten by Ricochet. Mm. I thought both of them looked amazing coming out of it. Thumbs my- up from me.
2: My only, my only thing I would change is I wish this was a second round match or a semi final match. Yeah, that's how good this was. And it feels a bit cheapened by the
3: fact it is a first round match. And we're getting Ricochet Samoa Joe next week. So expect your roll up angry (laughs) face. And then they announced that Miz versus Baron Corbin's coming up next. I was like, follow that, lads. Yeah, (laughs)
2: right. Uh, So we got a recap of Seth and Braun winning the tag titles. This is where it it must have been the last week thing because they're talking to not Renee Young and Braun challenges Seth to a Universal title match. And then I wrote that they got a graphic ready, prepared to go right away. You're exposing the business.
3: No, I see. A, and if that was set up last week. I think week. it was set
2: up last week. Damn it.
3: Yeah. Um, not Renee was as robotic as possible in this segment. It's what they like. Yeah. My and then guess she'll at, get fired for not having enough personality. <laughs> my guest at this time, the monster among men, Braun Strowman. And she's like, you know, when they do the announcing, uh, like entrance announcements in 2K games, when you created your own character, making their way to the ring from London.
2: (laughs) After that, we got the Miz talking of uh, weirdly scripted promos. He he always gets in there. He starts off his Miz Corbin match with an in-ring promo. I am a this many time champion, this many time thing.
3: And I'm like this is a heel promo. He keeps referring to himself as making Hollywood movies, but he hasn't. He's made straight to DVD movies produced by the company you work for. Yeah.
2: Uh, but they, um, yeah, he said that he's accomplished so much in his career now he wants to become king of the ring. Baron Corbin came down. They I thought they had a pretty decent match actually. I'm gonna say I mean I was yeah.
3: I was very sniffy of it um, in my notes. When I was like, God, oh, that's going to be a barn burner. It's good luck following that, lad. But actually, this was pretty decent.
2: Yeah, uh, and a really good near-fall off the Miz skull-crushing finale. That's what I figured Corbin yeah. was getting the win. Yeah. And then Corbin ran round, hit yeah. me in the days for the win. I liked it. And then he put on the crown. Picked up the scepter. Sat on the throne and cut a promo about being King...
3: Yep, because there was a www.com poll where he came last and he's like but i don't care what people think it's a good job too because i'm just gonna win because none of you like that Mm. and i'm gonna win and i'm gonna be king corbin that's just and you're just gonna have to get used to it yeah I'm telling you, he's making oh, it to the final. God, he's going to he's gonna, gonna, he's gonna, gonna make... Win. No, I don't think he's going to win. He's going to make it to the final and make you think that he's
2: going to win. Maybe Kurt Angle gets involved in this in some way. Former King of the Ring himself. Well, is, it, um, is Mustafa Ali still in the tournament? Well, so he would have to...
3: Baron would have to win the Raw side. Which is possible. And he'd face off against the SmackDown guy. Which could be Mustafa Ali. Yeah. That's why Ali was my first thought of like, oh man, he can face Ali in the final.
2: Well, my pick, and I think a lot of others, Booker T's, was Drew McIntyre. Oh yeah, so, out first round. Yeah, I don't know now. Yeah. Um, then we got the Gallows and Anderson thing backstage with Kayla Braxton. Uh, we got the exact same Twitter wall graphic of NXT moving to the USA Network. Yeah, it still doesn't feel like a big deal.
3: It's just they have video packages for... Everything. Mm. There's the oddest one, sorry, I, I didn't mean to cut you off there, but the oddest one was when they had Renee and Graves standing there being like, oh, NXT's coming. Was like, you both came from NXT. Put that over. I just, I just don't understand why this company doesn't really care about that. Your current Universal Champion is a former NXT Champion. Yeah. There's a lot of ways that you can really put over the black and black and gold brand. And it's coming to TV on the USA Network in a prime time position. It's going live for two hours every week. But no, they're just like, yep, well, you know, CBSSports.com have mentioned it. So that's good enough, I guess. We're going to give it a go. <laughs> See what happens. People... Um I had a few people contact me over the weekend because I, on the Saturday Wrestle Ramble, said it was a it was a cynical move by WWE to put it onto USA Network. Clearly, they don't care about it. They've just done it because AEW's on TV. And a few people said, like, why wasn't AEW's a cynical move? They picked Wednesdays. My argument was, no, I think TNT picked Wednesdays yeah. because they wanted to go on Tuesdays. <laughs> yeah, uh,
2: yeah, it's a basketball scheduling thing. Yeah,
3: exactly. Uh, then we got a Rey Mysterio
2: recap with Dominic from last week. Apparently, Rey will return
3: on Raw next Monday. Well, will indeed. Leave that when I see it. So uh, a couple of segments before that, Bailey came out um, because she was having a match with Nikki Cross. Mm. My first thought was, where was she when Banks was talking mess about her at the start of the show being like, with tag titles I didn't care about in a match I couldn't possibly get. Where was Bailey in all of that?
2: All you need is one segment backstage where they are.
3: No, it's probably for the best. I just remembered how bad their backstage (laughs) segments are together. (laughs) Maybe it makes sense. It's a missed opportunity, just, but we we dodged the bullet. Maybe we did dodge a bullet because so Bailey came out. <laughs> then they recapped the awful moment of bliss segment from last week's SmackDown. Then they recapped NXT going on to USA. Then they did the Ray thing. And I'm like, Bailey's been in that ring for a long old time doing absolutely nothing, and then she had a match with Nikki Cross, which was really pants.
2: Yeah, it was. I mean, it was just a match. I didn't see anything wrong with it, but the crowd were dead dead Uh,
3: and then bailey won pretty quickly with an elbow drop and this is what happens when you have inconsistent characters like bliss and cross crowd don't know how to react to them don't care about the matches that you have yeah
2: and um i I just my observation is that we never got any bailey ember moon stuff on raw but now that bailey's feuding with charlotte oh oh, that's raw worthy that's raw let's get her over
3: i I i've Found out as well. So I found out. This is me being an idiot. Found out why is Charlotte facing Bailey because it's in Charlotte, North Carolina. Oh yes, Clash of Champions. Get yeah, that I, heel I Charlotte. I didn't. Di- I didn't put those those pins together on mm. on Tuesday when I was like well, she might be winning them. Yeah, she could be. I mean, what's Bailey done with the belt honestly? Yeah. Um, yeah oddly as well during this, and I might miss. I might have misheard this, but Gray's called Renee a Gold Digger in this match. Mm. Which I thought was a really odd line. Because she even went, gold digger, but then never brought it up again. Maybe it's just the boys in the
2: back having a laugh. Maybe. With this woman whose husband went to AEW. Chasing the big money contract. Poor Seth Wallins. (laughs) He hasn't got any food on
3: his table now. He's taken all of that food from the table. Who's going to cater the Becky Lynch wedding? Well, they can't afford anything.
2: There's no no food there. They're just going
3: to have to get some microwavable chicken
2: nuggets. The humanity. Uh, Braun Strowman was interviewed by Kayla Braxton backstage, which was a generic interview. But I just love Kayla standing next to Braun Strowman. Oh, it's
3: wonderful, isn't it? Brilliant. Because she is four foot nothing.
2: She's just over his hip. Yeah. It it was fantastically shot. Strowman looked enormous. Uh, Then we got tag team turmoil. Yada, yada, yada. Roman Reigns recap. All of this is stopping him from providing for his family. Hey, man, that line again. I was going to say, I
3: can't wrestle at the moment. Was like, you have been,
2: though. I was really excited when we got this video package because I thought, oh, I haven't seen a video package of the fake Rowan reveal yet.
3: And yeah, it's still stupid. I was going to say, it's still stupid. I've got the exact same. I was like, yep, it's still goofy. And it's almost like they emphasized the heavy breathing at the end of it to, <sighs> <laughs> to show just how goofy it was. <gasps>
2: It's the biggest story in your company
3: (laughs) So many people said that we're idiots Because we didn't realise it was Luke Harper And it made me actually go back It was like (laughs) Was it Luke Harper? Oh
2: Doing some Mission Impossible Latex mask thing (laughs) Uh, Then we got Ronda Rousey Joining Total Divas Got the same amount of promotion as NXT move into the USA network. I'd argue more. Yeah. Uh, good for her. Sasha Banks then took on Natalia. It's pastime time. Uh it was okay it was an okay match actually.
3: Natalia started hot. I like it yeah. when Natalia wrestles. I don't like her promo work and I haven't been invested in a storyline in I don't know 10 years. Yeah. But I think she's a great in-ring wrestler.
2: But yeah, she's really solid in the ring and like, you know, she does have that heart dynasty appeal. Yeah. So I'm always going to have like an emotional attachment to her matches. To, to like or her plight at least, as long as she's handled correctly. Yeah, and this was you know in ring here she was totally fine.
3: She had this amazing launching German suplex mm. though, where she's like really popped the hips and then just like flung her. Oh, it was am- it was like Brock Lesnar style. It was great. But I loved the finish.
2: Yeah, I was going to say the finish was awesome. Sasha Banks sort of works over her arm, locks in the Bank Statement. Natalia's reaching for the ropes with her injured arm, but Banks modifies the Bank Statement, pulls Natalia's arm across her face like a sort of. A necktie. Yeah, Yeah. a what? Necktie, I believe that's it. Necktie, cool. Wrestling. And yeah, makes her tap. Yeah, I really liked
3: it. And then a trainer was in right away, subtle touch. Because she had her arm bandaged up from from the Becky match at SummerSlam and then the attack earlier in the night. And the the attack a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, and then Sasha walks out and is like, nah, I'm going to do it again. She gets in, she beats Natalia up. Uh, But
2: the crowd, there was no heat. No. no, the, The crowd were very quiet for the majority of the show but I really noticed it here yeah and
3: but I think that's because in the Cedric Cesaro match I I think that's because the crowd have been given no reason to invest in Natty other than her dad's dead yeah which they've used ad nauseum since since he died Uh,
2: then AJ Styles told Kayla backstage that the Good Brothers were cheated out of a, a tag match I think that's at least, maybe, that's, maybe I'm being optimistic. That's something they
3: could use. Maybe. But it feels like they're now moving into a feud with the Viking Raiders. You'd think uh, based off that angle. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh,
2: then we got Cedric Alexander versus Cesaro, which was... Really well worked in the
3: ring. Yeah, it really. I was. Like
2: Cesaro's uppercuts looked amazing. Alexander doing these huge
3: dives over the top rope. And I really enjoyed because they had the spot during the commercial break where Cesaro targeted the mm. leg and like dropped the leg onto the apron and was really targeting. So Cedric was then using that as almost like motivation through the match of being like, ow, my leg hurts, but I still need to hit these moves, which is actually is making it worse. So then he picked up the win at the end. So the story now is he's going into his match with Baron next week injured. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, you're using this injury and you're selling that injury to add drama into that match, Seth.
2: <laughs> uh, and, and they show Corbin watching on from backstage, <laughs> scouting out the match. So yeah, that's totally going to play into the King of the Ring uh, bout next week. Yes. Uh, I would have liked... Two things, actually. I would have liked Corbin to have come out at the end and beat down Cedric's knee some more. Yeah. Really add some heat to that that match next week. And also, just play those spots in the show rather than a recap from what happened in the commercial break. Like, that's the most important (laughs) bit of the match. More important than the win because it's going to contribute to a larger story. Why can't you show that in the actual TV
3: show? I don't know. I mean, I've got no answer for you, Yeah, but apparently this company has got two ways of doing it. We either put all the big spots in the break, or we just stop matches yeah. and have two out yeah, yeah, three yeah. falls. Yeah, that's
2: a good point. I should
3: be thankful. Yes. They also at this, and I have put here in inverted commas, they plug NXT UK TakeOver <laughs> card. <Cardinal. Yeah. laughs> like, mention it in passing, and are like, yeah, there's a show this Saturday, Tony Storm's facing <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kaylee something, and Walter's doing something. I don't know.
2: Yeah. Uh, But what we really want to tell you about is the 24-7 title. So
3: Elias was a Fox Sports College football thing. Yeah, the Fox Founders Day, I believe Mm. it was called. Uh, Drake distracted him from the crowd and Truth rolled him up. And then they did this segment. And I saw this over the weekend because someone sent it to me saying they're going all in on this 24-7 stuff where Truth was on the set of some and I've, I've seen these sorts of sports show type things before when I've been in American bars. I saw one when I was in Las Vegas and it was the only thing that apparently was on because mm. there was every TV had a various different version of it where four lads just sort of stand around in a semicircle talking awkwardly to each other about names I don't know. And this was one of those types of shows. I'm guessing baseball. That was my that was my guess. It's a baseball thing.
2: It was college football? Was it just just uh, just before everyone gets annoyed? Oh, so it was basketball. Okay, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and then the one dur- on the ice—that's
3: the one. Yeah. yeah. And then during all of this, Truth hilariously <laughs> just fought fall- they just fell over, and one of the Fox lads pinned him and won the belt, and it was like hey! Rob Stone, yeah, and it was like hey, and then Elias came in and pinned him, and he sort of was like, oh, Elias, yeah, that bit was funny. It was quite funny. But I thought to myself, man, can you imagine if you were just watching this show? You have no concept of what wrestling is. You don't even know that wrestling is coming to Fox. And all of this just happens. And you just want to hear them talk about the college football. And you're like, what the hell is this? It's going to be annoying. Yeah.
2: I, uh, I really liked how like one part of all these shenanigans was drake maverick falling in a big vat of water yeah and then his face was really comically pushed up against the glass he knows how to
3: get those like yeah i'm gonna get myself into a position where you can take a photo and i'll look stupid and it'll look really funny and it was right
2: next to the fox sports logo yeah and then that was taken as a, a caption photo and you know so you're on usa network plugging fox yeah i'd hate to work with wwe <laughs> Just as, like, to, not for WWE, but like, oh, yeah, I've struck up this really good business relationship with Vince McMahon. I'm sure he'll
3: really honour the spirit of it. Oh, sorry, what's that? He got billions of dollars, did he? Do you want and NXT? Now, nah. Yeah. And then it was, yeah, I would imagine they had phone calls they were like, Vince, can you plug NXT's coming to USA? Yeah, 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 totally, totally. And just, you know, not mention the Fox thing. Oh, no, totally, pal, absolutely. Oops, sorry. <laughs> we, we But we did plug NXT. Ask for
2: forgiveness. <laughs> Uh, then we got Ziggler and Rude explaining
3: what the hell's going on here. Not really, he said. What an exciting week for the 24-7 title. And what an exciting night for my guests at this time. Segway. Segway. Yeah, and yeah, Z- Ziggler said that he doesn't trust anyone in the backstage locker room, but does trust Bobby Rude. And then Rude says that they're the best and they're the best looking, so maybe that's their gimmick. And then said they're glorious. Hmm. Dolph said, "Absolutely,"
2: and then Rude went, "Glorious." they were already put over that Rude is a tag team specialist. Well, but everyone knows Robert Rude for his Chad Gable Raw tag team title reign. Absolutely, yeah. That's what. That's when I think tag teams,
3: Bobby Rude, it's Chad Gable. I to funny as well because they are clearly referring to Beer Money. Oh yeah. Like that's well, that's what I figured anyway. Yeah, yeah. Because they a said he's facetious. been, yeah, he's been a sorry. I completely did not pick up on your actual brilliant sarcasm. I, um... I, yeah, they were just, like, referring to it, but couldn't refer to them as net by name. So they just kept saying he's a tag team specialist around the world mm. and asking you to put the dots t- together. But hey, man, maybe this tag team... Okay, here's what I'm going to be optimistic. I think this is going to bring about James Storm. We're going to have beer money on, on WWE Raw. That's my that's my optimism. Sure. I, I Yeah, it, it sounds
2: glorious. So then we get, um... My actual favourite bit of the night. Street Profits. Street Profits. They're backstage. They're hyping the main event. (laughs) They're doing that thing that they do. And they make some Bourbon Street references. The crowd pop. He's going to have his eyes wide shut, referencing a terrible movie starring Nicole Kidman. And then Dawkins says, well, my pick's going to be... And then they both go... And they look... The camera pans to the left, I think. And Braun Strowman is standing there and then starts walking to the ring. So I, I've i replayed this so many times <laughs> because it looked weird when I first watched it. And there is no possible place Braun could have come from. He was just standing there until the camera got to it. It wasn't like a corridor that he was walking through. It was they a wa- shutter. They were in front of a big shutter, but there was also... A Braun Strowman-sized box. Crate. Yes, I have read
3: here he came out the box so because the box like he was, was delivered. open. Yeah, <laughs> the box was open. I was like, oh, that's where he's just been hanging out.
2: Yeah, maybe like hangs upside down <laughs> to recharge, or it was. Look, it, I don't. I found my own entertainment, is what I'm saying. It was wacky. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it just looks so stupid from a kayfabe thing. Uh, then we got a Firefly Funhouse segment. Oh, I'm excited. I love Firefly Funhouse segments. Oh, but it's actually nothing new. It's just a
3: montage of all the other episodes they've done. And it's actually a montage that they have played previously. They were playing it before SummerSlam. So they haven't even done anything new for it. Just, I I know that they want to try and keep him special. They don't want to have him on TV everywhere. don't want to expose him. I'm all for that. But you can film more Firefly Funhouse stuff. You can do new things to advance storylines. Don't just take him off TV entirely and then replay stuff that we had five weeks ago, because otherwise you end up with what you did with Alistair Black, where you had that amazing Extreme Rules match, and then did nothing to follow up mm. on it, and now few people care about him.
2: Yeah, there's there's definitely an argument to not overexposing characters, and I'm all for it, but I think here, just like they did after the end of the Firefly Funhouse segments, and they had the weeks of nothing with, with puppets in the background of shots, uh, I do I'm not. am not into it. I, I do think it loses momentum, and yeah, they. Yeah, I. I just. It's. They never did it with Roman. Well, no, quite. They, never, they were never afraid of, oh, we don't want to overexpose Roman, we don't want to overexpose Seth. Dude, he
3: wasn't on SummerSlam, but had like five video packages recapping his storyline. I just feel like The Fiend is a bit of an afterthought a lot of the time. Oh, totally, which is yeah. remarkable, because contrary to what Michael Cole kept telling us, no one was talking about Seth Rollins beating Brock Lesnar <coughs> at SummerSlam. We were all talking about The Fiend and how awesome The Fiend was. His music video did crazy numbers on on YouTube. It did amazing on Spotify. Like, this is something that people are super into at the moment and they are choosing to be like, no, 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 let's keep him off TV. We'll have him beat up Jerry Lawler and that's it and then we'll replay something from five weeks ago.
2: Yeah, it's infuriating. It's like, WWE, that's when you choose to show restraint? (laughs) Ah, you're doing it wrong. And then we got the Braun Strowman-AJ match that we've already talked about. So overall, uh, <clears throat> After an excellent month of of roars and smackdowns, we've had a bad smackdown and a bad roar. It's sort of boring show, and it it kind of ruined the tag division. Problem is that you've just
3: got an anti WWE agenda that you just have to get across. Tony Khan's got a lot of money. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let's
1: get over to your su- 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 super chats, right? As always, it seems these days. Lightning round. <laughs> right. Pete isn't done with you, says Fiend to attack <laughs> Mr. Perfect and Rick Rude next week. They are both sadly passed away. Yeah. Mm. Yeah.
2: So I don't think so. No. Somehow. But hey, you know, Nanny's father is
1: is up for promo game. Put him on tables. Mm. Uh, ben Greenwood says uh, Why do they have to sacrifice the OC to Braun? Yeah, totally my, my sentiment. Exactly, exactly yeah. yeah. Uh, Joseph Gonzalez says, "You guys never fail to put a smile on my face." Also, shout out to my friend Bella Banda. She's a big fan of Ollie. Ah, shout out to Bella Banda. Absolutely. Happy New Year! Thank you for watching. Rex Joseph Calmeron says, All hail King Corbin. Seriously, I'm liking his booking now. Hopefully he won't utilise Chinlock City much in the future. And Dolph should grow a moustache as soon as possible. <gasps> okay, That's well this, this is how
3: you get that team over. We bring back the moustache gimmick and you have Dolph grow one as well.
2: Let's make it a campaign. <laughs> moustache it happen.
3: Yeah. Especially with Movember on the horizon. Absolutely.
2: Make it, make it about goodness. Maybe we should do that on the channel. We'll Would Movember. you shave off your beard? For a mustache chopper? Absolutely not. Why, no. why not? Monster, it's for
3: charity. Dude, you grow back beard hair really quickly as well. It's not like if, if I did this, if I shaved this off, this is gonna take
1: me a good eight months to grow back. Yours will take you like eight minutes. I haven't shaved my beard since I was eighteen. Brad. I don't want to. <laughs> I look twelve, not even if I don't charity. have a beard. Pete hates charity, confirmed. <laughs> Do you know if your chin's still there? <laughs> I don't know. You I've never check. seen it, you know, yeah. not since check. eighteen.
3: Well, maybe it'll just be me, Ollie, and Laurie, then. Maybe we'll take that. I doubt it. Laurie's gonna... He's got That's a big, I mean. beautiful bit. No,
2: no.
1: Laurie's beard's protected. Pete's is going. <laughs> <laughs> um, Powerpackers90 says, I don't want to live on a, pal- a planet with King Corbin. Yeah. No. No, I'm with you. Mm. Uh, Tristan Thorne says, We need more Fire Flukes Funhouse episodes. Uh, give us what we want. Also, I'm disappointed that Drew didn't advance. I was hoping he'd win the King of the Ring. Uh, if, if anyone missed Luke's punishment video Because it was in a, a news episode
2: this time As opposed to it's own standalone thing Go and watch Friday's WrestleTalk News It's
3: brilliant Although a few people have requested it get released as a separate video But you know, we'll, we'll certainly see about that As endorsed by Bray Wyatt He liked it on Twitter He did, indeed. Twitter. He did oh. indeed, yeah How did that make you feel? Um, it went pretty good, yeah It's not a retweet that, that's But, what I, that's but what I it's thought. nice Yeah. Like, to be honest, I think it's like, like Yeah, you know, it's, it's
1: because enough people have done it, I'll do it as well. Wilson Simon says, uh, Merry Christmas, Chopper. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> uh, Dakota, Oliver. <laughs> Dakota Oliver says, <laughs> Happy birthday, King Chopper Whopper. So you nice. can tell this is the start of the stream now. Uh, Forged by Gaming says, All the awesome tank teams and you go with a team I'm calling. It should have been Glory Us. Should have been us. But yeah, 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 we get it, we get yeah. it, but we don't find it funny. No, yeah, I'm afraid not. It's a shame. Good good, laboured pun work. I think but. it looks better written down. Mm. Mm. Uh, Omar Diaz says, uh, I've got the same donut shirt in pink. Is anyone wearing a donut shirt? Was anyone on the show wearing a donut shirt? Unless they think that's a donut. It's, it's Animal. An-
2: animal from the Muppets. Yeah, mm. I'm wearing Howard the Duck. I don't know.
1: From mm. the classic Marvel movie. I'm glad you've got a t-shirt, though. <laughs> Uh Mitchell Heifele sorry if I butchered that name. Uh did you guys see at the end of the AEW commercial, the last shot is a dude wearing Jericho's jacket from a past gimmick from Double or Nothing.
2: Oh no, I didn't I see know. that. No. What, I the like the light up gimmick. Mm-hmm. Or the, uh, yeah, yeah, that's the light the, up jacket. Yeah,
1: because they did that double or nothing, they? sort of like running through his old gimmicks and stuff. Mm. Good oh fun.
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. was such a cool entrance.
1: Uh, Bobby AJ says, uh, and Anderson should have known that WWE would only give them a push until they uh, re-sign their contracts. Now WWE has them locked up for good. Yeah. It's the old Jake the Snake promo, which actually based on a larger parable of the the Scorpion and the Bunny.
2: You know the one? I thought you were going to say, you want to play 21? <laughs> no, no. I got no. 22. <laughs> uh, it's the, what? like, it's almost in WWE's nature to screw you over so do you? I mean, a lot of the blame's got to go on Gallows and Anderson.
1: They they can't really go. I didn't see this happen. <laughs> they I lied know. to us. I'm
2: like, yeah, but they're liars.
1: Yeah. Uh, R Jennings says uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin rumored for next Saudi show. Who should he face? Is he really? No. I, probably. probably just something that R Jennings has just said. Uh, well, it's probably Brad Shepherd. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, while you're looking co- that well, up... Well,
2: uh, if, if we go in with that, then Bret Hart. <laughs> WrestleMania <laughs> yeah. 13 rematch.
3: Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm seeing nothing here.
1: Is um, it yeah. the Madison Square Garden Raw? He is. Yeah. Anywho, uh, King Rasta says, if CM Punk and Edge came back, what show would you put them on and for what titles? Uh, also, I submit a vote. I'm assuming this is from the Muscle Man Dance Punishment. I submit a vote for Luke Owen's Nice Buttocks. Ah. well, you're behind
3: vote counted yeah <laughs> we, um, we had to edit some of the video because so I bought some leggings for it that were extra small because they were the only size that I could get and mm. when I put them on I thought I'm not going to be able to take these off and then there were some shots where you could essentially see the head of my penis yeah that, All we that had. The,
2: the outline
3: uh, yeah, I mean like a full on outline and everything, and, um, so and then that, that weird bump it's got on. <laughs> it's a, it was like, yeah, we might have to just crop in ever so slightly. And he said, patron exclusive. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, Punk and Edge, AW
3: confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, TLC, I don't know, uh, in in a TLC match.
1: Oh, I thought you said what promotion. I think he said what brand, like Raw, SmackDown, yeah, yeah. and what oh, titles. Really I yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't really know. Uh, Nicholas Degani says, uh, turn Asuka heel on Kairi Sane, yay or nay?
3: Do anything sure, with her at this yeah. point. Honestly, do anything with them.
1: Make her a tweener. Uh, Anthony James says, genuinely skipped all of Raw. The tag was okay. Rawful. Tag wasn't okay. Tag was the worst <laughs> thing on the show. <laughs> You kind of skipped all of it If you watch that bit Drew and gen- ha- and Genuinely watched.
2: Genuinely watch Drew
1: Ricochet It's yeah. very good And Cedric um, Cesari Trents J says, uh, "Why are you not making a CGW universe in 2K?"
2: Oh, well, maybe we will eventually. Who we just thought knows? we'd kick off
1: with the much more marketable version. <laughs> Don't
2: want to start
3: with the most niche thing we do. I was going to say there's a, there's a handful of people that like CG dub, so let's start off with the thing that people like most, which yes. is which is Ollie. But if it all
2: goes well, that's definitely something we'd like to explore.
1: Yeah. Uh, Wilson Simons comes in again to say, uh, last thing, I swear. Uh, while Hawkins and Ryder are coming out, AOP come out and attack them. AOP versus Seth and Brawl. Bloody hell yeah, where are AOP? I forgot about AOPs. Yeah, yeah, I genuinely
3: forgot. Yeah, bring them back. Uh,
1: the Zornis says, uh, the graphic with that green subscriber goal square over the orange-white thing is not how one does it. Guys, you're better than that. Love Wrestle Talk.
2: Thank you for, I believe, constructive
3: criticism. It was a rush job.
2: Yes, we we made this for the end of the video, uh, but we literally decided we wanted to put it there in the last ten minutes. I, I was going to say five minutes. Yeah,
3: yeah, about five minutes before we went on air, we said let's actually have that on the back screen. So that is a a very very rush job. Yeah, we'll get a better version. Yeah,
1: Alex Jordan said, "Where were the USOs? Are they not on Raw?" Um, well, I think so, but yeah, don't know. Driving, I'd imagine.
2: (laughs) Maybe they should be punished. (laughs) Really? (laughs) really They should not win a tag title
1: for a while. No. Because one of them drank drive. (laughs) Not for the first time. Evan Buckley says, "Uh, Hey lads, do you think the Fiend could be an unstoppable monster in the Rumble and go on to win it and go to Mania? PS, love you guys, love the content. I wouldn't have him as an unstoppable monster. I'd have him come in at the end
2: and win. Hmm. Uh, but, yeah, I don't think he needs that kind of build, though. I think he can
1: have a really good blood feud hocus-pocus That Not full hocus-pocus. Uh, Nikolai Azapardi says, Going from Malta to Scotland to study for four months on Saturday probably will not be able to watch till Tuesday. Any good wrestling near air never seen live. No. Oh. I know, but yeah, check no, it out. No,
2: there is. There is a good... Scottish promotion. It's ICW. Ah, no, 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 no,
1: no. But they are good. Can He said, absolutely not, not ICW. Carry on, I'll, fi- I'll find out the name. Cool. Uh, Sidesh Mirjankar says, Whenever you guys talk about Bailey Sting, I don't understand what you guys are referring to. <laughs> Could you guys briefly explain it? No. Uh, it, so, <laughs> someone suggested that Bailey.
2: the way to reboot Bailey is to have her come back as Sting's Crow
3: character from the mid-90s in WCW. And the reason for this, as some people have sort of missed, is because they have similar jackets. (laughs) (laughs) And so, they put those two and two together.
2: I think it's called, I think it's Discovery Wrestling. For the Scottish promotion. Unless they're defunct. Nope. I don't know.
1: Just follow Joe Hendry's Twitter. (laughs) Uh, Gary Ahuja says uh, Braun should be the biggest draw of all but even when WWE gives Braun such dominating segments, these just feel hollow. He has so much charisma but he's being pushed only as a monster uh, too sporadically. Bad. Yeah, I-, I I was
2: thinking about this this morning just, he's so much more engaging when he's not this destroying everyone character.
3: Yeah, because then they've booked themselves into corners mm. where are like, well we don't know how to get out of this now so we have to do these terrible DQ finishes.
1: Uh, Jimmy G says, I've lost it. Two seconds. Where's it gone?
3: Come go on, B. We believe in you, mate.
1: I had it. Now it's got Jimmy G. There we go. Uh, Want to you. say thanks to all the Talk guys. Uh, you are a perfect distraction right now after losing my nan yesterday. Oh, thanks for all your content. Oh,
2: sorry about that. Very sorry to hear your loss. Oh, all the thoughts are with you. The collective SWAF nation powers. Oh. Feel better. It's the hug. It's the big hug again.
1: Um, good hug. Lovely stuff. Uh, Marcus Roman says, uh, "Too many wrestlers, not enough TV time." Well, that's what you get for signing every single wrestler on the planet.
3: They've
2: got loads of TV time. Well, and five hours a week.
3: Well, we're going to be getting up to more as well because (laughs) if the rumors are true, we're getting three hours of SmackDown. That means we're going to have eight hours of WWE TV original content every single week. That's non pay-per-view weeks. Yeah, on national TV should be said, not including NXT UK. Who does?
1: Ron's Regen says uh, finally became a Patreon backer last week. Yes, you Uh, did, mate. Also, Montez Ford's got a promising post wrestling career as a color commentator. It's good show,
2: yeah. Uh, It is a different skill set. Some really charismatic people on promos. Sometimes it doesn't translate to commentating, but yeah, yeah, he certainly seems well
1: suited for it.
3: Yeah, but I'm not looking to his post uh, wrestling career currently because he's got to win that WWE championship Hmm. first.
1: Flaming Clive says, Should WWE have an always defended rule for all the titles? Pin the champ, you win it. I believe it would make stars of the champs if they keep winning.
2: Hmm. No, because what if you do want to do a non-title grudge match? Yeah. I don't like the champions being pinned, but I wouldn't
1: take that off the table as a booking direction. Uh, INTC5252 says, uh, Would you get behind Rude and Ziggler if they both came out with mustaches? Yeah, yes, Yes. lots of people have got this idea. Uh, Kevin says, uh, Bait versus 2013 Cody versus Rude in a mustache showdown. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. Trenton Brown
3: says. Sorry, uh, on that note, do apologize. I meant to bring something when we were talking about Dominic earlier, but did you see um, Chris Brooks over the weekends? So he's been making fun all week saying that. Um, Walter looks like Dominic right? because they've both got the same haircut and so like when, <laughs> when Dominic was on TV Christopher was like can't believe Walter made it onto Raw and no one said anything so he then on a show over the weekend said you just look like Dominic Mysterio and then during their match Walter did the 619
2: oh amazing <laughs> that's awesome So again, they
3: shared a video of it online but it's absolutely brilliant that's someone cool. said he should call it the 619
1: <laughs> excellent punnage Uh, Trenton Brown says At work so I can't watch the stream But I just wanted to say You can't blame Anderson for re-signing He has kids And a wife to think about He's got a hot Asian wife
3: Yeah he has But it's not like AEW don't pay people Also like Anderson would make Crazy good money on the independent scene Mm.
1: It's Carl Anderson Such a good singles wrestler uh, Nate Drop Surname says, uh, I hated that promo. That's the Sasha promo. Uh, Sasha buried the women's tag titles further, said she didn't even care about them. Then Becky got a bigger check. Ugh. I think that was meant
3: to put heel heat on Sasha as opposed to bury the women's tag titles. It's meant to, because you're meant to care about the tag titles. So you're mm. like, oh, I can't believe she doesn't even care about those belts. She doesn't care about
1: anything. Uh JPC ROTC says Happy Birthday King Chopper. Thanks. Still not my birthday. Uh New Tops 4 says uh, so you're calling the new tag team the Glorious Showoffs? I
2: guess so. There glorious mustaches there. There are worse names that could have been done. Glorious Experience. Yeah.
1: Kabuki Glorious. There you go. Glorious Warriors. Uh, X Dion B seventy three X says uh Luke did the punishment because Simon couldn't be there. Yet he appeared in the video. Hashtag Luke got screwed. Love the channel. First able time to catch you live.
3: <laughs> yeah, in fairness, Simon didn't even bother doing predictions for half the show. Nah, so yeah. yeah, I think we just had to take him out of the. Running. We just
2: DQ'd him after a while. Yeah.
3: Also, that was meant to be Randy um,
1: because he's the music man. Mm. But then he decided to go to France, so Simon had to stay in his place. Selfish. Uh, Bryce Kelly says, uh, so is the Miz theory holding true? The one oh, that the, the better show. Yeah, mm-hmm. Raw has been the better show. Yeah, but has Miz
2: hasn't mate. really had anything to do. Usually he does.
3: No, I was going to say. And, like, yeah, it's been good for a, a month, but months leading up to that were not quite so good. Also, there's no wildcard, so
1: he's just across all shows. Uh, King Rasta again says uh, Drew versus Cedric, Reigns versus Murphy, Murphy versus Bryan, or Drew versus Ricochet for match of the year, which I think is bold. Uh, i maybe TV match of the year. TV uh, match of
3: the year might be better, but even then, I'd say the, the
2: yeah. original
3: Gauntlet with Kofi mm. Yeah. So,
2: so but best match of the last couple of weeks, I gotta go with Drew Cedric. Yeah. Out of the bunch, that was an option, wasn't it? Yeah. I really, but it, but it is slim uh, It's daylight between them all I would say uh, I'm going to go with Buddy
3: Roman
1: I really enjoyed yeah, that it was good uh, Caleb Bond says uh, do you think NXT will consider a female war games I'd like to think so yeah, yeah I've,
3: I've really got to think they would go in that direction and you can do it if you've got uh, you know you do it
1: with the horse women inside, mm-hmm. inside the cage uh, Graham Scrivener says who does the eyebrow better Luke or The Rock
3: Know. You got you got good control over your eyebrows. Can you do both? I can't do both, no, because you can. You can. I um I taught myself how to do it because I was obsessed with The Rock in the year two thousand. Same here. So I used to spend hours just staring into the mirror, just trying to get my eyebrow to to go up in the air.
1: Yeah. Uh, New York City. Uh, Great this name. is a strangely worded super chat, so we're going to try and do it. But it says make two separate tag belts example champs are gallows and anderson as like yin yang champions right. they're treated as single and tag wrestlers if gallows loses his title to Dolph, now and gallows are forced to defend tag belts and their own title so it's
3: actually what progress used to have do you remember theirs was like was two halves of the shield yeah so i think that's what they're suggesting yes but then so i so for example you and i would have one if i then lost to pete pete would then become your new tag partner and you're the new tag champion. yeah i got
2: you Okay. That's a fun idea.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, Rex Joseph Calmarin says Cesaro versus Walter for NXT UK Championship.
2: Oh, that would be tasty. Yeah, it'd be nice to get some main roster guys on NXT UK. Yeah. Uh,
1: Marcus Roman says if Ricochet wins King of the Ring, he'll go from Prince Puma to King Puma. Uh, Also, will there ever be a possibility of a Queen of the Ring tournament? I honestly thought they would have done one this year.
3: Hmm.
2: Yeah, uh, but
1: also- you know, Ronda Rousey's is not in the company so <laughs> women's wrestling isn't important anymore also King Ricochet is already a thing mm. uh, Kevin says okay so we're going to pretend that Rude and Ziggler never had a rivalry over an entrance and they only oh, just gosh, trust each yeah. other oh. I totally forgot about oh. that but yeah
3: that was Rude's introduction to the main roster I completely wow. forgot about that that was the reason
1: behind the record scratch oh god that
3: awful record scratch gimmick
1: so we've got a, a double super chat from Aaron, uh, who, if you remember, was the guy who is cursed when he watches yes. WWE shows. Uh, he says, sorry, fellas. I watched half of it. You know, it's a curse now. Yeah. It's, all your it's fault, totally Aaron. Aaron's fault. It's all your fault, mate. Uh, and then he follows it up to say, what am I going to do with AEW? Oh, jeez. Maybe Ooh. the curse doesn't apply for that. Maybe, Maybe it's just WWE yeah. shows. Possibly. Just stay away, though. It's <laughs> for all our sakes. <laughs> Uh, Sean Turner says, uh, "With Firefly Funhouse, have them come to the show handcuffed with every fiend victim, uh, either cursed, happy in the interview, or going crazy trying to escape. Let them in." So you're talking about like all the people that he's beaten up, so like having yes. Jerry on there, the set, on the yeah. set, yeah, Kurt there and Foley. Yeah,
3: I don't mind that. Don't mind I, I
2: prefer it to be puppets though. Puppet versions of them. That's, be, that's much better. For now. Yeah. Uh, just because, you know, Michael Cole said he spoke to Jerry this week. Yeah. Whereas Finn Balor, who hasn't been seen since, he could be there. That would be a nice
3: reveal. Well, I'd like the puppet thing of, yeah, you, Bray interviewing puppet Finn about what it was like being in the ring with the mm. feigned. I think that'd be a lot of, like crazy crazy fun but then to
2: reveal finn's been there the entire time mm. as, a, as a person i think would be a good reveal as problem well was
3: that we saw finn in the
2: ring after the
1: match yeah that's the problem you'd
2: have to have them disappear yeah. with bray
1: yeah uh tana Starika says i don't know how i don't know when but i bet money they find a way to give seth rollins three flipping titles <laughs> remember when roll was good also r.i.p tag team division hey we've got to get seth over yeah yeah uh, Chad Rick Clark says uh, Was I the only one who thought that Daniel Bryan R- Reveal was going to be Luke Harper? No, I, I don't know what it was going to, I don't know oh, I don't know what they had in mind, apparently comedy <laughs> <sighs> uh, Mike Martin too says uh, Rudolph the Red Nose Tag Team <laughs> <Rudolph>. <laughs> The best one That's Rudolph. the best one, yeah. well done Rudolph Yeah uh, Tanastore gets back to say, also I'm glad Bray wasn't on Raw. I will trust the process with him. I still love that package. I love all of Bray, but yeah, Sephi three belts. <laughs> I do, do you
3: know what, and like, and as I said in the show, I think it's fine to keep Bray off TV. I think it's a good thing. I think you want to hold, showing that kind of level of restraint is good. But don't play something that we saw five weeks ago as almost like a, oh, well, I suppose we better do something. If you if you feel like you need to feature him on the show, have something new to to feature him
1: with. Tristan Thorne says, "Happy Halloween, Chopper Pete!" <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> uh, Dan O'Connor says, uh, "This is my first super chat. As usually, I'm a pod swafter. <gasps> uh, just wanted to say I love you guys. Don't know what I'd do without you." Oh, oh thanks, thanks mate. Dan. Cheers. I'm going
3: to assume that you voted yes to keep the super chats in the podcast.
1: Uh, Pete isn't done with you. Comes back to hmm. say. Uh, it was sarcasm. It was saying Mr. Perfect and Rick Are Ziggler, and uh, Bobby Roode. Oh, Dolph Ziggler's no you. Mr. Perfect. Oh, but, G-
2: but
3: the look,
1: the, the selling.
2: No. Well next? No,
3: everyone said he's Shawn Michaels.
2: Well, the, but the, the, there are, there have always been comparisons between Dolph and Kurt.
3: <sighs> he's nowhere near
2: as good. No, as no, guys. no. But but
1: there's you can see why people would compare them. Hmm. Michael Lockett says, uh, "I think the booking of the U.S. title match was brilliant. AJ did something nefarious to outsmart Braun and got his comeuppance. Heel booking 101." Um, but but then you laid waste to a very dominant faction quite
2: one-sidedly after Braun had been beaten down a lot with a chair and a low blow and all that nonsense.
1: Yeah, that uh, that's where it falls down. Yeah, Braun looks great, but I think the OC looked looked terrible. Top deck land says, "On this day, I see clearly Edge number 30 in the Royal Rumble." He did say, he said on his podcast recently, that he would go back to wrestle tomorrow
3: if he could. Oh. Like, but, but WWE will never clear him. Yeah. So AEW confirmed.
1: <laughs> he is in incredible shape at the minute as well. Don't mm. know if you've seen his Instagram post. In it, He looks uh, I incredible. Don't know an, I don't know what an Instagram is, Pete. <laughs> That's true. All right, All right Pete. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> it was part of my news that I had to do yesterday, okay?
2: Hey, it looks, yeah, it looks good. Yeah. Hey, look at that.
1: Did you see the picture of Al Snow recently?
3: <laughs>
2: Al Snow's got really jacked.
3: A bit too jacked. A bit too jacked. <laughs> know
2: what,
1: I'm getting Pete for for Christmas. <laughs> An edge calendar, yes Edge, edge calendar, yeah. <laughs> uh, R Jennings, um, Babatunde is Roman's attacker, big push coming.
3: People really liked uh, a Babatunde
1: reference. <gasps> Have you seen the
3: Liv Morgan conspiracy thread? No. <laughs> oh, please tell me more.
2: It's Mostly based around Liv saying I need a character change It's time yeah. for something new Her leaving and then these attacks begin She's
3: the attacker <clears throat>
2: There's all, There's so many bits of rubbish evidence That this <laughs> person's obviously ironically put down um, You say ironically Another one is like Roman doing the, that pose And mm. the tongue things her gimmick but the best one is they have put loads of embedded clips of her driving the riot squad around in Ride Along. She's a terrible driver. <laughs> and and they, they've cut her swerving randomly to that shot of the car in Roman. It's, it's
3: compelling. Uh, problem is there was no condiments found at the scene during oh, the first yeah, attack, yeah. so it definitely can't be her.
1: Well, it's a new direction for her.
3: Oh, yeah, I suppose.
1: Uh Anthony James says, uh, Fiend versus Sting tw- teased on Twitter. I would love it. I think Sting's done.
2: But that's the sort of person you can do a one off injury angle, not a match
3: with. Mm-hmm. Do it, yeah, do it as a segment. But again, <laughs> like I, I think Bray beating up
1: legends is a step backwards. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We passed that now. Yeah. But then did it again. Nate drops surname, says, Keep on chopping. Woo! Thanks. Yep. Uh Liam Ham.'" Don't know if there's any relation to Blakeham, we'll see. Uh, Hey boys, it's my 21st birthday, and I would love for the boys to wish me a happy birthday. Well, happy birthday to you. Happy New Year. You're the worst, Ollie. Tim Arndt says, happy birthday, Ollie. Happy birthday, Luke. Shoes on the other foot now. It's not not my birthday, birthday, though. It's Pete's birthday. It's It's definitely still not my birthday. Uh, Justin Anzaldua says, Luke, heavy breathing sounds like Undertaker getting souls. (laughs) (laughs) I just need one more soul (laughs) Vince. Uh, Har Maxim says uh, with NXT going live with Mauro still be on every episode also what do you think of Cesaro versus Trent Seven as a dream match oh yeah, yeah. well Mauro has been confirmed
2: as as being on the NXT commentary team uh yeah, so yeah. that'll be great.
3: So, yeah, this was a, the, a lot of this was written up about in The Observer this week, which was a terrific, terrific write-up uh, about sort of, like, all the various different bits and pieces, but also Dave sort of giving his opinion on certain things. And one of the interesting parts was the Moro thing, because Morrow's stipulation on returning to WWE was he would only work under Triple H. So NXT currently is still going to be just a Triple H project, so Morrow it, uh, reportedly is fine with this. Um, but, you know, maybe that can change. He also said that he would only do it because it's not a traveling show. And currently, they are still at full sale, so that's
1: fine. But it might just be a case of if those plans are mm. to change. Yeah. New York City comes in again to say, uh, Sorry for my previous poorly worded comment. Character restriction. LOL. Happy birthday, Ollie and Luke. It's, it's happening. Birthday, what have though? you got started? I didn't do anything. This is just the super chatters
3: yeah well, okay I, I mean, but it's not my birthday so that makes no sense whatsoever
1: all i've been putting in the chat is plugs for Screenstalker, which Good. you know some people still don't like but um <laughs> hey we've gone up two subscribers today <laughs> we've gone up a lot more than that actually i've got a, a live subscriber count i've got a here. live subscriber count
2: but i only started mine like five minutes ago
1: uh i th- believe we've gone up about 50 or so oh oh um, uh, Rex Joseph Calmeron says, "A uh, Demon King Finn invades Firefly Funhouse." Yeah, well, I mean, it's, it's, we've got to be building to Fiend versus
3: Demon, surely, with Fiend being the Demon. Like that's the di- that, that's the direction to me that makes the most sense.
1: Uh, Sean Turner says, uh, "I made Bailey's thing because it's genius, uh, not, uh, not not because of a cap. Was it the no, jacket The jacket, yeah." Um, I'm it was all based th- on jackets. Yeah, uh, I'm sad that I didn't see Sting in WCW. I want to, I want to see another Avenger-like character. Avenger-like character?
2: Oh, you mean like uh, someone who goes out and right? Yeah. It's not
1: like a Marvel Avenger. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, James Quinn uh, said, "Luke, what's your best impression? <sighs> You're good at impressions.
3: I'd, I'd say I'm fine at impressions. Um, I don't know. Partridge, I suppose. Yeah." It's the one I enjoy doing. <laughs> do you want to do a bit? No, I'm okay.
2: The Slap the, the, the <laughs> Nation wants to hear an impression.
3: All right. I, there was a... Oh, man. What was it? My bass player used to always like get me to be like performing monkey to get me to do um, Bring the Noise by Public Enemy as Alan Partridge. But um, I'm not going to do that now. Why not? Just gonna, you just, I'm just gonna, teed it up. I'm just going to tee it up and then not, oh. do,
2: not
1: deliver. In WWE. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Juan Martinez says... I'm telling you guys, he looks incredible. I'm assuming that's edge. about me and Edge. Yeah. <laughs> um, K- Quinton Whitfield <laughs> says, Will we ever get Undisputed Era versus New Day feud? Yeah, most likely, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that'd be yeah. fun. Yeah. Uh, Jobber JJ, Ollie Davis' number one fan, says, uh, King Chopper Whopper, happy birthday, Pete. Cheers. Still not my birthday, though. <laughs> and uh, finally, thank you to Priyank uh, Vasani, uh, Small Afro Games, aka Jaron Walker and Giovanshu Dua, and uh, Chad... Oh, I've forgotten his name, and I've seen it before. Oh, Chad Rick Clark. Thank you all for donating, but with no message. Thank, thank you, you all very much.
2: Can I start this this out? You can do. Well, I just want to say, we're We've got some big plans for Screenstalker. It's our monthly Screen Stalker subscriber drive, folks. I know you're you are you are not YouTube people. You're likely audio content people. You're listening to us on a
3: run or in the car. I've interestingly heard from quite a few people now who've said, I found your podcast through Spotify yeah. and then later learned you're a YouTube channel. Yeah, 12 bingo. Fascinating. Yes. So cool. So what we want you to Means do the podcast works.
2: Audio people is to go over to screenstalker a video game and movie channel and give us a subscribe over there maybe even watch a video or two that will help us out and we will go through our subscriber goals which we've which we will announce on today's wrestle talk news episode and in the screen Stalker episode where if we get to 50,000 subscribers folks we're gonna start a weekly universe mode fantasy booked. By Chopper, I believe. It's our DM. Yeah. He's going to dungeon master our universe mode. And we're all going to play it. We've got our characters made.
3: It's all very, very exciting.
2: And we're going to treat it like a shoot. We were discussing the best way to do this. Like, well, do we just play out bits that happen? Or do do we have to intentionally lose to progress the story? I'm like, no. It's going to be an actual competitive thing done week to week. So Chopper is going to have to book on the fly... To, to, based on who wins and loses.
3: But Pete is an experienced dungeon master mm. and all good dungeon masters should be able to do that. So I have full faith in him. You know what? All good wrestling bookers, I think, should
2: have to do that because it's. I get that people get injured. I get that people suddenly decide to take their ball and go home. <laughs> but you should have backups for your backups. Mm-hmm. It's no good like putting everything on Seth Rollins or Braun Strowman or Roman Reigns you want to have always a plan B that you could fall back on, especially if you're booking those complex nine-month storylines. There's so much scope for that to go wrong.
3: Oh, yeah. Just look at All Out. Yeah. You know, they spent months building Moxley versus Omega. All of a sudden, it's not going to happen now. They're going to have to do that down the line. But I think that might end up being, it's Rousey Lynch. You know, it's... Because what? we're not getting They're it. They're booking that for AEW? No, but it's like, we're not getting it. We didn't get it at Survivor Series, and it just made us want the match even mm. more when it came around to WrestleMania. Unfortunately, they then dropped the ball with that quite hard. Um, but sorry, do you want to continue running through the oh, subscriber no, goals? That,
2: oh, yeah, so 50,000 is that one. At 60,000, we're going to launch the King of Games mm. tournament. This is one I'm very, very excited yeah, about. Where we sort of create a league. For us to play in and then eventually, hopefully, viewers too.
3: Some might say it's a rip-off of Up Up Down Down,
2: but I just, yeah. dis- I disagree. Hey, it's kind of like Wrestle League. Yeah. And, and kind of, kind just of. without predictions. And yeah. Ripping off Up Up Down Down. <laughs> and uh, then, from then on, like 75,000 to 100, we're going to try and get on wrestling. No, not try.
3: We're going to get on wrestling guests to play games with us. How exciting. Would you like to hear uh, this email that we had over the weekend? Hit me up. So this came in from Frank uh, from Florida who says, um, because we were talking about, we've talked about previously the thank you Sasha chance um, when she returned when she was beating up Natalia saying it's because wrestling fans don't care about Natalia, and they were just happy then to see that Sasha Banks shut down her very silly and contrived promo. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Frank argues, the thank you Sasha-chan for her return is continuously explained by you guys as an approval of Natty getting beaten up. It is obviously a referral to Sasha's choice to return to TV and WWE. Mm. I'm certain of it. Several friends and fans I have talked to agree and the very least you can do is mention that possibility. I rarely chastise you guys and your opinions, but in this case I feel like you should mention it. Thank you.
2: I like how, because, you know, Natalia stopped a Sasha Banks promo, which was just as bad uh, (laughs) as any Natalia's done this week.
3: No one was chanting, thank you, Natty. No, no, people were most definitely... Yeah, sorry, gone.
2: But But I get Frank's point there that, you know, a lot of that happiness, thank you, Sasha, is to do with Sasha... First of all, Sasha just returning is going to get a big pop. Then Sasha turning heel, that's going to get a big pop. The th- I mean, but the thank you component to it, I think, is an ironic joke. Yes. Uh, uh, the sh- they're saying thank you for beating up Natty. Yeah. They're not really saying thank you for returning.
3: No, that's what the pop-up saw. If they were going to yeah. thank her for returning, they'd have chanted welcome back.
2: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So so, I, so I, I can see how you... I mean, but you've said you've spoken to people who say that's exact, precisely their reason for chanting it.
3: Or was the conversation, I think it's this, and someone goes, yeah, maybe. And you've read <laughs> that as... Yeah, they, they definitely know. Yeah. But, uh Yeah. Uh, also this came in from Harrison, who said, uh, "I need help from the SwaF Nation, uh, and I, n- I really do need your help. Someone, please go into the podcast archives and find the podcast where Ollie reads out the Pornhub poem. I do not have the time <laughs> nor the patience to do so. Please help, please.
2: That I mean like, that sounds like such a desperate email. And then he's like, yeah, but I
3: can't be bothered. That's very much the, uh, <laughs> the case, yeah. That's my
2: kind of guy. Yes. Guys, I need help with this so bad it's a life or death scenario. I mean, I could do it myself. But I can't be
3: asked. But, you know, like Mindhunter Season 2 just came out on <laughs> Netflix. It might get cancelled. We don't know. We need to watch it now. Oh, shut your dirty mouth. This comes in from Matt, who says, Hi, Luke, Ollie, Randy, but not you, Laurie, Blake. Ooh. Just listened to the Saturday edition of the podcast on Spotify and heard Laurie saying he wasn't sold on The Fiend's Entrance. Yeah, controversial opinion. Like, what? You crazy? (laughs) I respect everyone has their opinions, but The Fiend's Entrance is the best thing to happen on WWE programming in years. I'm taking this opinion as Laurie Blake's heel turn. Thank you for the consistent consistency.
2: Look, everyone is allowed opinions. I do not agree with Laurie's. but that's good. That's good that we've got a variety of opinions on the show. I, d- I think it'd be quite boring if we all said the same thing as much as I want them to.
3: Absolutely. Well, um, I've also had an email from Blake Ham. The piece of crap, Blake Ham. Indeed. And it's a barbershop window, which we don't get very often. But we ah. don't have time to read this out here. And the only reason why I'm delaying this is because Blake has sent me this email four times. Wow. Almost as if a. And it's not even like a hey you, I think you might have missed this it's just like mm, just read my email. Well, he's got special status. Maybe he's getting a bit too cocky. Well, though. here's the thing. I see this special status that he has earned was when I wasn't here. You've got no emotional I've attachment, to, no Blake emotional attachment piece of crap. to him. I've got no emotional attachment to him. So, you know, when he sends me an email four times, it just makes me not want to read it anymore. So actually, <laughs> I might just say we've got an email, but there's no he's going to be the we haven't got time to interview Matt Damon. So we haven't got time to read out this uh, podcast email, I'm afraid.
2: I'm happy to make that Blake Ham's <laughs> second gimmick. I'm a big fan of overloading people with gimmicks <laughs> at We were talking about putting like having Chopper have a different gimmick each week, <laughs> but a different gimmick that involves an item of clothing. Yeah. So come November... You're wearing he's wearing like eight things.
3: Yeah. Just overloading him, especially with his heat as well, just making him yeah. wear
2: more and more stuff. Yeah, so a crown, he's maybe got Al Snow's head, the fiend mask, a luchador mask over the fiend mask. Yep. What
3: other sort of clothes based gimmicks are there? Um A or what, is he wearing a mask? Did we say that, can you then We've wear like, two masks? Could we wear like a cane mask that's over the top of that Over the as well? top of
2: a fiend and Rey Mysterio mask, yep. sure. Um,
3: yeah, he looks excited. Let's quickly just read out this email here. This one comes in from Bradley, though, who says Hello to all the amazing crew at WrestleTalk. Um, uh, like many have said, a lot of emails I've received recently were negative, and so I wanted to send some positive to your way and not say not, not a lot. Thank you. Well, that's been a lot of emails. Uh, you, I mean, I, I sift through a lot of them. A lot of them are just like who don't really have like things to say. They just want to say you're wrong. Um, and those ones tend not to get run out. Uh, I found WrestleDog way back when, before the Wrestle Ramble was called Name Redacted and haven't missed an upload. I love your insights and opinions as it makes me, uh, it really makes wrestling a lot more interesting. Your uploads have got me through a lot, including GCSEs, getting a new job, and the stress and nerves of results day on Thursday. Thank you so much for all the hard work and your amazing personalities. Bradley! And he's uh, sent us some random emojis, one of which looks like a plane seat emoji and one that looks like a candle. And then one two that don't come up as anything.
2: Perfect. But
3: the one thing is, like, it look, does look like a plane seat. Oh, it's three o'clock, Luke. It is a plane is, seat. Is now the time to investigate the emoji? <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, I was hoping we could do uh, some iTunes reviews, but unfortunately, we now no, have... filibuster our... me. I filibustered you, unfortunately. Well, I wanted to read out Bradley's nice email. Have we had any iTunes reviews in, though? We've had loads. What, really? Yeah, but
2: we need to, we need to start the show. Remember, everybody, go over to and give us a subscribe, even if you don't watch YouTube. Even if you don't know what it is, search it. It's a good resource for learning.
3: And we'll be back tomorrow with a Smackdown review. Take care, I love you, goodbye!